0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com. Aboim What a great schus it is that throughout the entire world, on virtually every continent, we are all united learning the Torah of Per Kiavos. I would like to thank Torah Anytime for their magnanimous efforts throughout the entire world. La Torah La Dira. I would also like to thank Chazak, an organization that is very close to my heart. May they continue reaching out across the globe. to bring all of our brethren and sisters closer to Hashem Yisbarach. Our shir is on the 18th Mishnah in the second parak of Perkiavos. Our Mishnah begins. Rabbi Shimon Oimer, Be very careful in kriyishma. It is a great zechus for us u'bitefilah. And in Shmona Ezra, Uksha And when we daven, when we pray, don't make your tefillah automatic by rote. But the Mishnah tells us, Rachamim betachanunim, mercy, supplications, beg Hashem, cry out to Hashem, ask for mercy, in whatever our tefillas are going to be asking for, in general and in specific. This is something extremely important. It makes the tefillah real. It pulls it closer to our heart. As we know, it says, Becharbi ubikashti." It says in the Parsha, that that I took me amori Becharbi ubikashti with my sword and my bow and arrow. Why? My sword and my bow and arrow. There's a very interesting explanation from the great Rebbe of Kotzk. That means that I took with the power of my Torah and my power of my davening, my tefillah. Charbi, when we're talking about a sword, that's Torah. We learn with each other. We sharpen each other up. We challenge each other. We ask questions. We want to know that we have a chlorophyte a clarity in learning, and therefore it's compared to a sword. However, tefillah is the bow and arrow. Why? The closer that I bring that arrow to my heart, the further that it is going to go into the distance. The closer that I bring my tfilas, my prayers, my supplications to my heart, that is going to be the further it's going to go into shamayim, and enter into the sha'arei Tvila, the gates of prayer. We should remember this every time we go to daven. Wherever we're davening, whenever we're praying, whatever we're praying, it doesn't matter whether it is your own prayer. Like it says in the Sefer, Hishatapchus nefesh you can pray your own prayer, you can daven your own thing, whatever you want, whatever your language is, English, Yiddish, Hebrew, Spanish, doesn't matter what your language is, call out to Hashem. Even a person prays in English or their own tefillah, do it from the heart. Cry to Hashem. That is the extra skula. That is the extra chance that a person's tefillah will be answered. Any tefillah that comes from the heart. Go straight to Shemaim. That tefillah is going to be answered. Maybe not exactly in the way that we expected it to be answered, but any tefillah that a person says and they take their time on that tefillah, Chazal tell us, tefillah tefilaso chozeres rekom," that that prayer, that that tefillah, will never be returned empty-handed. That tefillah will definitely be answered. We learn that every individual should take it to heart and to prepare themselves like the Chassidim or Rishonim, like the earlier great pious ones. Before they would start to pray, they would prepare themselves. They would put themselves in order. They would say a telum, a capital chapter from the Psalms. They would give a little bit of money to tzedakah. They would prepare to daven because they would actually realize that that they are supplicating to Hashem. The great tzaddik Remendel Zacks Zecher tzaddik Livrocha, points out in Mesilas Yesharim in Perak Yotes. What does it say about davening? Noisei ben mamash imo yisparech, that when we are davening, it's not just like a person is saying words and maybe Hashem hears it. It is like Somebody is actually in discussion with the human being. And we're discussing it. Will you meet me at that time? Oh, you will meet me. Okay, could you bring something together? I need some food. Just like we were having a discussion, so too, when we talk to Hashem, it is an engaged discussion with the Borei Hashem is listening. Hashem is seem Lev. Imagine I'm in the middle of a davening and I look away to somebody else. One minute, one minute. Huh. How do you do that? in the middle of prayer, in the middle of davening, the entire world should be like it is not in existence whatsoever. That's the way that a person should understand tefillah. The great Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky Zecher Tzadik said that it happened to me that one time, it was during the war, in the great Rav Nosen Tzvi Finkel, a bomb fell in the building in the building where he was close by, he went. He daven mincha, he daven mincha, and he didn't even know that the bomb had fell had fallen. Afterwards, he said, "What happened? What? Why is everybody upset?" That is the way that a person should daven. When we reach a level like that, and we realize that we have Hashem to ask for whatever we need, then tefillah takes on a completely different nature. The tefillah itself has a different form. It depends how close can I bring that tefillah to my own heart. I want you to know that a person came to be misfollow, that I should be misfollowed for them. And they had a very serious situation, very serious situation. And I said, of course, I'll be Mispalo. And I asked them for their name, their name and their mother's name. I went and I was Mispalo. I was Mispalo for a month straight. The person didn't call me up, so I figured that the situation was continuing I was misfollowed twice a day. I had the name on my shtender, on the podium that I pray from. And I constantly would say for that individual, the son of the mother, I would constantly say a tefillah for them. I get a call. The person says, Rebbe, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot to call you. Everything is now okay. You don't have to pray anymore. I said, I, I appreciate you telling me. I am molly simcha that you called me. He said, well, I tell you the truth. I really called you because I want to know if I have to make a Suda Soda. If I have to make a Thanksgiving feast for what I went through and the fact that now I'm completely free. I said, well, it seems as though you should. Rebbe, could I ask you to come to the Suda? I'll do anything, just come to the Suda. I said, it will be my pleasure. I came to the Suda. When he told over what had happened, and I got the entire story, and he said, I want to thank the Rebbe for davening, I realized that what happened to this guy is a nace a miracle, even those that are skeptical, even those that are still building their emuna, anybody would admit this is a Nes Nigla, a revealed Nes. Was it because of the Tevilus? <laughs> I would say, I don't know another reason. I don't know another reason. The great schus of a person davening in any area, in the area of Parnasson, in the area of shidduch, in the area of children going on the derech, in area of sholom bias, a person has to double down on the Tfilis. Don't worry about all the other things, all the other hishtadlis, important, important. But what is the major? The major is that you take your safer, you take your sitter, you go into a vinkala, a corner and you pour out your praises to Hashem and you thank Hashem for everything that has happened in your life. You thank Hashem for your ears, for your ability to hear. You thank Hashem that you're able to taste your food. You thank Hashem that you have fingers and you're able to move and you're able to do all that you need. You thank Hashem for your eyes that you're able to see. You thank Hashem for your nose that you can smell such beautiful fragrances, delicious fragrances. Thank Hashem for each and every day that you are living on this earth. That's what you have to thank Hashem for. Not to say, well, you know, nothing special's happening for me. Be thankful to Hashem. Give gratitude. Because when Hashem sees that we are thankful for all the brachos, and don't we all have many, many blessings... Don't we all have many blessings? Thank Hashem Yisparach for what we have. Because when we do that, Hashem says, I see a Jew. I see a Jewess that appreciates. They show akar Satov. When you show akar Satov, you want to do more. You want to give more. It's nature. Hashem Yisparach also works, Kav in that way. The more we show appreciation, the more we come in with our list of what I have to thank Hashem for, the more that Hashem Yisbarach says, I got to give this person so much because they are thankful. The great Ger-Rebbe, great Ger-Rebbe Zechot Tzadik livracha. do you know that before he made a wedding for any of his children, he made sure that he took care of a wedding for somebody that was in need to show appreciation to Hashem. You made a shidduch. There's a shidduch going in my family. I want to make a wedding. That is the Hakara Satov. Not that I'll give $20 to Achnos' kala somewhere to make an entire wedding. Do we realize what that is? That's a yid. That's a rebbe that shows appreciation. That is makir tov to the parayim. We have such good in this world. From the moment that we stand up in the morning and we say moed ani and we thank Hashem binish si. Hashem, you gave me back my neshama. I'm living another day. How great that is to be in the world in the arts of sachaim to be able to do all the things that we need the appreciation that a person needs to show is without limit. kol how could I ever pay back the Borei for everything that Hashem has given me? I want you to know, I have somebody that, that learns from me, and the individual is confined They don't have too much mobility. The individual is highly intelligent and learns so well. So when I finished a little seder with them, the person says, Rebbe, I can't thank Hashem enough for all that I have. And I thought to myself, that statement from this particular individual, is a kev. Unbelievable. They're thanking Hashem. Others that have so much more. Others that have so much more to give gratitude for. How much is the chiyuv, the obligation to thank Hashem? We also realize, as it is brought in the Svarim HaKdoshim, Haven yakir li ephraim. yakir li ephraim. Hashem Yisbarach says, I have a precious son, Ephraim. Mielach shashuim is a delight, is a delight. So the Mepharshim say, what does this mean? It means that Hashem is saying, Kimi de dabri boy, that when that child speaks, when that child davens, eskerenu Oh, I remember more and more that that child, that that son or that daughter, that man or that woman, that baba or that zeda, what they need, medabrim, because they speak, because they pray to the Borei That is what a person has to remember throughout their entire life. The tremendous ability that we have to approach the Borei Olam through Tefillah, says the great Chazon Shamayim The Iker is that a person should be continually accustoming themselves to Emuna, to thinking in Emuna, to thinking in faith, in trust in the Borei Olam. Everything is from Hashem. Do I have to become worried? Do I have to become upset? Do I have to be nervous? No. What I have to do is understand that it is all toloy in the Borei Olam. I had a great rabbi, the great Reb Chaim Friedman. He was such an individual that was a bala muna. It was unbelievable. And one time he told me that he was on a bus. could not afford to take a plane. So he took a bus. And the bus was going between cities. And uh, he was on the bus. He decided he might as well pray at the sunrise. Shmona <laughs> at sunrise. You take a look at Simon Nun Ches in the Aloha. You'll see what is the greatness of praying shmone Esra at sunrise. It's an unbelievable, Shluss. So he said, "I decided I'll pray at sunrise." Everybody was sleeping; it was still very early. He puts on the tefillin, puts talis, and he's praying, standing up Shvanasra. All of a sudden, the bus goes off the road, goes in to the guardrail. The whole bus. Could have Chas V'sholem rolled over. The whole bus could have been in a tragic accident with a tractor trailer. Everybody was jolted. Everybody woke up. They see the great of Chaim, Talos and standing there. Not one person was in need of medical treatment. When they got off the bus... Each one came over to Reb Chaim. They want to kiss him. They want to shake his hand. They want to give him money. Rabbi, you angel, you saved us. Rabbi, what do what could we possibly give you? What do we owe you? It's a schus. Mi yodeya? Who knows if Reb Chaim Friedman would not have been standing? at that moment, Esri, "Mi Odea, without that merit, what would have happened to the house, to the entire place, the bus, everything in the picture, what would have gone on? The people and the passengers of that bus were saved. Schus of the tefill of Neitzah The Ve'ulay, that not one thing, not one hair on the head of the Helig of Chaim should be bothered. That is the way that a person should understand what tefillah is all about. The Emuna and the Bitachon that the Mishnah tells us about, that every time that we go in front of the davening, every time a person will know that tefillah, as it is said by the great Reb Shmuel Grainman, And as we know, it is brought in Meseches Brachos, Davov Amad Beis, Echod Meadvarim, one of the things, Sha'omdim Berumo Shalolom, that is standing at the heights of the world, is Tvila prayer. However, we know also that some people do not give it the credit, some people do not understand the greatness of tefillah so they don't have the same hashivas. They don't give it the same importance. When they're davening, they're going quick. It is possible to daven very quick. It is possible that the words can come out so quick. It's almost like if you have the recording and you can listen to it on high speed. You could do that at the davening. A person that is quick enough a person that is, uh, experienced enough could do it with davening. Oh, but what's the davening worth? We're talking to Hashem. Imagine we were talking to the head and state, to a king or a queen, to a president, and we get in front of them. Okay, person, I like that have something I want to say, but if I don't want to say it without. Is that chashivas? The president, the king would say, could you please take this person away? There's something wrong. When we talk to the Borei Oilum, what is the speed? What is the thought that we have for every word? What is the chashivas? That's what a person has to start to think about. That's the skula. The skula to be mekabel shefa, says the great Rav Schwab, Zecher Tzadik levrocha. The skula that we have to get all the shefa, all the emanations, all the brochos, all the blessings that we need is tefillah. We get it, the merciful mida that we need, all the mercy, the compassion that we need. Why? Because tefillah brings rachamim, it brings mercy into this world. Like it says in Brachos al that through tefillah, Ma'oyrer, it is able to inspire, to stir up. Rachmei Shomayim, mercy from heaven. This is a very important lesson for us. Uh, Honestly, not only once a person should think about it a day, but several times during the day to concentrate on it, to know what is it that I'm going to accomplish in my tefillah. The prayer itself is the akaramatsias. If someone would offer me a million dollars not to pray mincha, don't say, don't say mincha today. I wouldn't take it. If someone would say, I give you a million dollars, just don't say one tefillah that you were going to say privately. I wouldn't take it. Could we be mishire? What tefillah is worth? Could we be mishire? What health is worth? What Parnosa is worth? What Sholombayas is worth? What a child going on the derech, on the proper derech, is worth? What a shidduch for a child is worth? We cannot imagine what the value is of any of these things. That's why we should not compromise tefillah in any way by weakening it we have to be strong. A young woman came to me and she had gone out for a number of years, heartbroken. She didn't yet come inside and sit down and she was already crying. I felt very bad. I didn't know what the issue was. But you see another, you'd cry. It's a heartsvetig it makes you sad she sat down and she said rav i have to tell you i daven every day for shirikh i daven for my friends i daven for myself the last one that i went out with was such a improper suggestion for me i'm heartbroken at least, if the person would be shy to me, so it didn't work out, it didn't work out. But that somebody should suggest an individual that was so not for me, it was, I don't want to say it, it was us. It was an embarrassment. Maybe my tefillahs aren't working. Maybe my prayer is just ineffective. I said to the individual, never ever for one second have any disillusionment, any despair, no sadness, no upset. When you are davening, each day be Mechazic yourself. It needs Chizuk, it needs constant encouragement. When you're Davinning, when you're going to pray, Make it like it's the first time that you ever davened. Make it, it's like the first time that you ever said a tefillah for a shidduch. I suggested to her one particular tefillah that I thought that she could use. She was macabre. Before she left, she said, thank you. I didn't think that the Rav was going to tell me davening. I thought the Rav was going to give me something else to do. But if the Rav says to daven, I'm a Kabul, I accept it. She left. I don't know the reason. I have no idea who she is. I didn't know her from before. Her, her words made a deep rush on me. For the first time, I took my own sitter. I was mispallow with whatever I have that Hashem should be miskabel her tefillas, that those tefillas should be miskabel. I never, in particular, said a tefillah like that. I wondered what happened. She was too... But Kovadik, she wouldn't call me back. Months went on. Can never tell what happens. She made it her business to go to Shul whenever she could. One Shabbos, she's davening. She goes against the wall because she does want to be in the middle of things, and she can turn slightly to the wall to have better kavana. She's davening and davening and davening. There's somebody watching her. A woman sees her davening. The woman was very moved. A young woman, like that, davening, putting her heart into her hands, praying to Hashem. She waited till she was finished. She goes over to her and says, what is your name? What do you do? They got to know each other. They hit it off. The woman says, you know, I have a nephew and my nephew is very airlock like you and it's davening. It's like you. And he's been going out for a while. And he didn't have a shidduch yet. I know it's crazy, but could I possibly make a suggestion? She suggested on the spot, on Shabbos, which you're allowed to, the shidduch together with her nephew. After Shabbos, they followed up on it. They put it into play. It wasn't Three months later, they got engaged. The koyach of Tefillah is so great. If Chazal say, it's Berumo Shaloylam, it's at the height of the world. Believe me, it's Berumo Shaloylam. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com.